talk. I don't know where we left off. Taya, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Taya. Um, I'm 21 in DC, and I um, do I should I mention that I'm mod with you? Yeah, yeah. Page? This is um, and this she's one of my new moderators on Afrasiac, which is the Facebook group and the um, app that I created for AMBW couples. Um, so we were talking just now, right? Yes. What the fuck? We were talking about dating. Was it that? Because we were, we kind of, we veer off in so many different <laughs> We talk about everything in one call. Um, we were talking about um, the lack of, um, what is it? The lack of persistence or motivation for our male counterparts to keep up their end in relationships and just other- uh, But you're saying this at 21 though. Yes. <laughs> you're saying this at 21. So like what other, like, I mean, do you feel like it's more, it's all around, like their whole person, the, pa the whole package just isn't there. Like there's, or it's just a, a certain department. I feel like it's the whole thing. Um, it seems that uh, the focus and the direction of our age, the, the age group that I'm in, uh, is, is even though it's also influencing older people too, mm -hmm. I just feel like the, the motivation to necessarily be a masculine type of man just isn't really there. I feel like uh, we're, you know, you can scroll online and you'll see all of the desires for traditional um, feminine type people, type uh, women, <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. I would say. Um, though it's kind of hard to find guys that are willing to also bring forth those qualities as well. They don't want to be expected to provide anything for you. Okay, um, so like, have you, have you, have you, Okay, I'm sure that you, because you're a pretty girl, you've dated guys that have things going on for them. But do you feel like a lot of them just lack communication skills? Yes, they lack communication mm -hmm. skills and they uh, lack uh, also intel intelligence to be able to understand um, basic like body language. Like the like nuances, that. the nuances of romance and- Exactly. And um, the nuances of just femininity, understanding it, not being understanding it like how a woman would, but just out of observation, him being able to have the cues down packed, you know, but it seems like that's not what's happening. Do you believe that um, what's influencing, influencing this kind of zombie-like dating state is just the lifestyle choices or just like, you know, like being obsessed with the internet, being obsessed with work, being obsessed with school or just, um, maybe they have ADD and they just can't get off the internet and they're Instagram model from model to model to pictures. Like, do you think it's stuff like that? Like, it's kind of like not real world stuff. I feel like it is a choice. It is a choice. I feel like um, the direction we are moving in socially kind of is taking a lot of expectations away from them on their end. And I feel like that's convenient. Like, with the push of oh, yeah, sure. 
hookup cultures and stuff like that, they're not being stuck to take you on dates anymore. Um, but who, who's, but okay, the question is, do you feel like, do you feel like men are taking advantage of the hookup culture yes. through what? Because I mean, in, in the end, women have to still I, uh, I feel like allow access. Advantage. Of the, okay, I feel like they're they taking advantage like, of the fact. Okay. Oh, so are they taking advantage of the fact that you have more liberty, or taking advantage of the fact that now there is more access to women? Like, what is the actual? Is is the is the is the question more? Men are having more access to women, therefore making them shit men, or is it that men have access to women that creating bad situations? Yeah, I feel like what you said, uh, I feel like there's it's a combination of both. Because, you know, there's never one solid driving factor. I feel like what you said when you said the liberation stuff, mm -hmm. I feel like a false sense of liberation from all of these um, not very uh, self-serving behaviors they're pushing in the media. Just stuff that benefits people that um, don't really value the relationship things. I feel like yeah but I don't think that's a gender I don't think it's about guys though I think about I think I think at this point women have developed some of these uh, I guess personalities and and whatever these kind of egos or personas through music or the media because that's what men want to buy or at least that's what women want or that's what is being sold through the media and if artists would not you know, make music like that, then then we wouldn't have music like that and people wouldn't really listen to it. Or if there is music like that on the market, people wouldn't listen to it, but people do. So it's kind of like, do you think that also women's li liberty has made them take... Have you ever heard of, you know, like giving somebody something and then they kind of take too much and then it's because you didn't tell them how much is a limit, they kind of overtook, they overdosed. <laughs> Not on, on drugs, but maybe on candy like hey you know mm -hmm. one candy but they have like 10 because it feels like one is like all the others yeah that's what i mean like i feel like we as women as a whole feel mm -hmm. like there have been liberties like oh you know you know don't force the feminism like don't force you know women to a box don't force this that and the third you know um basically like have all freedom no expectations um sort of mindset that's been being uh, embraced, I guess I should say. Not necessarily pushed, because I feel like a lot of women are doing that too. They're they're cool with that, sort of. Yeah. Thing. But with that being said, um, these new dynamics being uh, brought up are also causing a lot of slack on the male end. Because, you know, mm -hmm. the more, like you're saying, the more liberties you get and such and such, it's gonna trickle down and affect other areas. Yeah, of course. And I just feel like it's affecting men's motivation to really be men. And I feel like they have kind of been using uh, our liberations as an excuse in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you see online, you scroll online, they're like, this is why we don't um, care about you guys or respect you guys. Or yeah, but then those are the same guys that turn around and say, I don't care about your college degrees. I just want you mm -hmm. to lie on the wall. But then all of a sudden, you know, you're just a fly on a wall, you're uneducated. And now they want the supermodel with a degree and a doctor. It's like, it's just, it's that men are playing a lot of games with mm -hmm. 
liberation of sexuality for women because women don't really know what they're doing with all this liberation. Just like every other man on this planet that came here, they did something that, you know, they didn't know that they were going to do and it took exploring. So I think that that's what's happening right now. Everybody's exploring and the dating world, I think everybody's going to get tired of the dating world real quick though. I'm going to give it like a solid 10, like a solid seven more years and this whole dating shit is going to change. I guarantee you. There's too many matchmakers and people that are interested in seeing love blossom. Like people like myself or people like you that just don't, I don't think it's going to last long. There, a women that are of quality like you, they're not, they're not going to, these guys are going to be mad that they're not going to get one single girl that really cares. The ones they're going to get are the ones that they actually are. The ones that they embody or mirror, so to speak. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like they're they are utilizing your own um, rights against you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, don't you want to be just like an example? Like, let's say they're trying to hook up with you fast. Like, oh, don't you not believe in like these like these norms? Like, oh, that's all uh, bullcrap. That's all. Um, oh, these whole you have to wait for to put out and this and that. That's just society's bullcrap, you know just so that they can get their end of things, even though mentally they may still feel the, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Girl, I've had had dates where guys have been like, but you know, but you know it's woman liberation. Who cares? You know, have fun tonight. I'm just like, sir, um, I have shit to do and I am not turned on by high-pitched your voices. I'm leaving. Right. It's like they try to like convince you that it would be better for you to do something for them. Like, to me, that's more I of a. Um, to me, that's a guy that doesn't really get laid. Says exactly. Shit. And that's why people <laughs> be like, "Oh, I'm Sorry. a feminist, so you know I split the bill." No, that's for you because you don't want to be expected to pay for a date. Stop trying to Ooh, act like you're doing something. Like stop. So I want to bring something up. You mentioned splitting the bill. How do you feel about when you want a date and let's say he invites you on a Tuesday, let's go hang out, and you guys get there, have an amazing meal. Are you the type that's like, let's split the bill? Are you the type that's like, honestly, I'm not even going to pull to my purse. I'm not even going to look at my purse. I'm going to have my beautiful hands on my lap and continue my lovely conversation with him as he pays the dinner. Um, honestly, for me, it's always dependent on the vibe of the person. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can tell that they're there, like, like they're entirely there just for me, and I don't feel like they're expecting any sort of anything, then a lot of the times I will just see, look at them and see their cues, and if they are uh, planning on paying, a lot of the times I also, well, it'll... Sorry. They'll kind of hint it. A man that is intending to who's not only having a good time, he will say, yo, don't worry about it. We'll have another drink. It's on me. Relax. Exactly. They'll kind of already secure that and be like, hey, we're having I can tell you are. Hmm? So they'll clarify even before the date. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I don't still always bring money. Always. because Of course. You know, if something gets funny, you you feel like you need to pay, I always will still have it and I will still um, 
I'm always willing to pay for myself. I've never understood people who go out and they don't bring their wallet because they just, like, they're basically at the point where even if the man isn't willing to offer to pay, they have to pay because they didn't bring money. So, yeah, um, yeah I yeah. just, I always appreciate um, guys that will pay and I definitely can tell the type of person they are if they don't want to. Like they're not that yeah. interested if they're not willing to. I mean, I have only, I pay for dates when I know that I don't like you for sure. Right. Or if um, I genuinely don't know how I feel about you. Because I don't like guys feeling like, like I'll pay for the date half. Like I'll be like, hey, can we go half? And they'll be like, no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. But that's because I'm going to ghost you. <laughs> right, like I don't want to feel like I owe you anything after this. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it. ghosting is good, but if you leave on a good note where you're like, you went, you split the date, you like, hey, I had a Honestly, it was a great conversation and I'm um, thanks. And you never respond his text. I mean, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Honestly, and he didn't lose anything. Right. I paid for my side. You paid for yours. Right. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Call it night. Right. But I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it's in the dating world. You have to think about all the like the logistics and all the things that are really happening and with the young people. So like when you're in your twenties. Life's hard, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to pay for a school, for rent, or for books, or for your car, or something. And you are you guys are usually struggling in your 20s, right? So, like, imagine women, you know, not being able, like, back in the day, right? They didn't have cars. So they would be at the mercy of these guys. Anytime they would exactly. want a date to get courted. And nowadays, women can just be like, no. Like, when guys tell me, hey, uh, I'm going to pick you up at 8. Uh, no, I'm going to meet you there at right. 30 because, sir, I don't know you like that. <laughs> right. Like, I can't just, like, get in the car with you and, like, that's just crazy. Like That's not another issue they just don't get. I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of men have never been in the position where they have to seriously consider if they're going to get into a car with somebody who's about to kill them, traffic them, or, you know, assault them. So they get so easily offended if you're just not willing to give them full access to you as soon as possible. I went to like Tony Robbins convention and it was insane. I don't know. Have you heard of him? Tony Robbins? Who? No. Who's that? Am I saying his name right? Hold on. Let me actually look, make sure I'm saying his name right. Cause I Tony am. Tony Robbins? He is, he's a very tall man. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Tony Robbins. He's a very tall man. Um, he's an author, he's a coach, he's a motivational speaker, a philanthropist. Oh, and nice. I went to one of his seminars. Um, I was really interested. Um, he's just like kind of one of those people that wants to awake you and wants you to break bad habits. And he actually, the stadium was full of people. Um, and he asked everybody to be very calm and he mm -hmm. asked everybody to be very quiet and said, um, will all the ladies raise their hands if they've been scared walking to their car or to their front door ever? Raise your hand. Every single woman raised their hand in that room. And all the, and Tony Robbins said, men, 
look at all the women in this room right now. And he stayed mm -hmm. quiet for like five minutes for them to see. It was insane. It was like an experience. My my dude was be beside me and he was like, holy shit. Yeah, everybody. It's like every single one. And then when they asked the men the question, only six men <laughs> raised their yeah. hand. Still sucks, still sucks, but six men raised their hand and it tells you a lot. So women, men don't really get it. Like they don't really get it. And maybe they're not supposed to, but don't make our lives harder. So that's all I ask. If you, if you don't get us, that's fine. But if I tell you this is what you can do to make it easier, do that. Not the fucking opposite. I feel like a lot of the times they can try to invalidate or make it seem like you're being, you're, you're overreacting or they take it as a personal attack, like you don't trust them in particular. It's just like, no, it's just being a woman in general. It's not necessarily about you as a person. Mm -hmm. Like when you set boundaries and stuff, it's about your safety as a whole. It's not like a personal attack. Like, oh, I can't be alone with so-and-so because he is off. But um, yeah, I, I'm i not surprised with that whole only six of them raising their hand. Men mm -hmm. really, really are not targets for much because I mean, mm -hmm. they're stronger and larger on average. Nobody wants to really have to deal with all of that. <laughs> right, honest. like what dude is really trying to fight another dude for that ass? <laughs> right, really. You're gonna get socked in the face. Not to say that doesn't happen, I'm just saying it, it's likely it's usually a younger, younger, smaller person. Yeah, or, you know, they were caught really off guard. They're way um, drunk or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they were yeah. bent down. Mm -hmm. Somewhere where they're at a disadvantage. Women, you could just be walking, you could be fighting your fullest and you still get taken. You know, but a dude, a dude hip bumped me. And I flew across the room once. And he wasn't even trying. You know, I one guy <laughs> hugged me at my job once. I was like feeling kind of sick. So you know how your heart rate slows down when you're kind of like tired and not feeling well? Yeah. He had like squeezed me like so hard that I started to um, pass out. Like you know that game that they were doing back in the day where they were at. You're breaking up a little bit. I don't know where you are, but you're breaking up. Can you hear me? Are you? Can you hear me? Okay. Sounds better. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm in my dining room. My apartment is yeah, it's not all the way there. With the <laughs> sorry. But um Do you saying? Yeah, he squeezed me so hard that like I started to pass out like on the spot. And that freaked me out because I was just like, if he would have just kept going, I would have just been completely out cold. Mm -hmm. All they had to do was squeeze you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure most girls probably couldn't do that. Same yeah. I don't think most girls could do that to you. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like, I, men aware. think, but I think it's also, you know, I think in some weird way, we gave out too much of our secrets and the same thing happened with men. There's too much out in the open now. And now that we know what time it is, we need to figure out a way where we can 
work together to all be happy without having to lose ourselves in this one life we get. Yeah, I feel like a lot of today's, we you find out something about men or men find something out about women, a lot of the time it isn't to understand, it's to use that information to your own benefit. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even when we do figure out stuff that would help, it's not always, in, the information isn't always internalized in the best way. It's just, okay, what, what did this information do for me personally? Not like, how am I better to understand the people around me? So there's mm -hmm. that too. They use it as like, um, uh, it's kind of like a, what's it called? A pickup artist kind of thing. It's a pickup artist. Like they'll take a couple pointers from here and learn how to pick up chicks or learn how to pick up guys. A lot of people know how to reel somebody in, but to keep them is the hardest part. Exactly. And right now is the hardest part for young people. Like the more and more I hear young people's issues in dating, because believe me, I talk to a lot of people that are um, under 24. Right. They, their love life is just. <sighs> Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> it's like a whole um it's it's not even a shitstorm because there's just a lot of um immaturity and deception yes and um and i understand it comes because it, it really is part of our culture social media allows you to cheat so easily now and like mm -hmm. do so much slick stuff like all these apps you can turn off notifications for specific people you can hide people you can you know you there's so much access online to do anything you want i see people on tinder faceless accounts and their bio will be like need a break from my wife or need a break what? from my family yes yes they in fact do that they are it's they're disgusting. getting bold now shit you said what they're oh they're getting yeah, really yeah. bold now saying yeah. stuff like that They'll just have it neck down or chest down. They'll be showing their little abs or whatever they got going on. Or they won't have a picture at all and just be like looking for some discreet fun. Like, uh, I mean, I, I went on dating sites when I was younger and I and I use dating sites more to like promote. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to dating site and I'm going to fish for a cutie so I can bring to our, our side of the, the our side the of the pond. trend. Right. So, <laughs> But like for real, for real though, like I never really cared for like dating apps. Like I use them, but I honestly never saw myself really having a serious relationship with anyone through a dating app. I did date though two people from a dating app, and one of them was like a person I actually had a long term relationship with, and well, not long term, but we like ended up living together for some point. We were together for like a year and a half, and okay. the other one um, we were together for like I want to say like eight months, and then we broke up. And was like terrible so um yeah then i was like you know what i'm good with dating apps like i find i meet really cute guys in person like yeah i really meet like nice guys in person but when it comes to the people that are looking for something in particular like you know what i got going on which is the palatian kind of love it's yeah. hard to find it online it's super hard so i mean that's the only reason i would be like you know what if i were to use a dating app i would use afroasiatic.io because I want to date an Asian guy. Cause that's usually like the kind of guys I'm into. I see Asian guy, I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. Mm -hmm. I mean, he gotta be cute though. He can't just like be- <laughs> Right. Like he has to be cute. I need him, I need I need that face to be beautiful. Right. And that jawline to be just- <laughs> That's anyway, another dating. thing that is annoying 
talking about society is that people try to act like you're not allowed to have any preferences or standards for yourself mm-hmm. or you're being exclusive. You're not being inclusive of others. I mean, I like all races, but if I can't find a place where like if I go on apps and I can't I can't find the kind of guys I would also like to date, I'm gonna go to other apps that can offer me that. That's just like yeah, the natural move, you know. Yeah, like that should just be the natural move. Like, fuck it. Yeah, it's just, I feel like people, um, yeah, it's, it's just a thing. Like, you're saying, um, you know, you like them to be cute and stuff like that. And I, uh, obviously, saying, but I see a lot that act like, um, you know, you shouldn't expect that, you know, all that matters is just people's character. Um, the only it's time realistic. Yeah, no. A person's character also falls a lot in line with how they take care of themselves. Right. You know, and if a person is just pulling up to me looking grubby, like the word, like yeah. I stop saying the word grubby now. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, he comes up to you and he's grubby, you know, his fingers look like he's been like, you know, like just eating up in dirt. <laughs> haven't really been eating the right things, you know. Hair looking like, you know, he might need um Rogaine. <laughs> Listen, I like bald guys. Don't say that. Hey, I'm saying if you're completely bald, that's one thing, but I don't like when you're holding on. You know what? I have a cousin who's like been holding on for the past like sixteen years to his hair. Yeah, he's been trying to hold on for 16 years and it's bad. He literally looks like... Uh, oh, God. Have you seen the guy's scary movie with the ponytail? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's the look. That's the look right there. <laughs> you remember? I just hate it. I'm like, come on, we all can tell that you don't got any hair. Just cut it all off and just accept it. You'll look way better. Oh my you're god! My mom used to like this guy called Richard Rico, who was like, like bruh. He was just like so basic, but he would be like in those Lifetime movies, mm-hmm. and like as he was aging, like he was really losing all his hair, and I was like, fuck, you know. But like, I just was like, damn, he really isn't cute. Like, there's some people that will always be cute, bald, yeah. hair, whatever. But this dude. The more bald he was going, the more I was like, wait, this guy I can see a regular, like, alcoholic who, like, chain smokes cigarettes no. and like, has brown eyes that are pretty and, like, nice eyelashes. Like, that's it. Like, mom, this is it? Like, wow. <laughs> Come on. He needs to give you a little bit something more than that. Yeah. To work with. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to have expectations. I think people just have a hard time dealing with rejection and people also have a hard time um, being able to to reject someone in a more constructive way. They're having just a hard time doing that or maybe they feel like they got rejected and this is why they're doing it. However, it's just really affecting the dating market. We need to be more respectful of each other and our you know, just like in our individuality or just in conversation. Like if you don't want to talk, okay. If you're not really interested in something real, fine. If you just want to hook up, okay. Like just, but just mm-hmm. be honest. Don't- Exactly. Don't lead me on, especially with like promises because guys shoot themselves in the foot the most. Like you're worse off burning bridges with women because you can't keep your word. Mm-hmm. It's, you're better off telling a woman, hey, I can't, 
promise you anything right now. I can't even figure out what the fuck is going on with me. But I really like you and I'm going to try my best to just figure things out. But just like, don't pressure me because I really don't know what to do. And maybe you think it's lazy and lame and maybe you want to like dump me. But, you know, this is what it is. I wish men were more like this. Girls would be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go find me a, a different prince. Like... I'll probably still fuck with you because you're cute. Why not? You probably can help me fix something. Like, men don't understand. Like, back then, guys used to... Oh, my God. Guys don't even know how to fix a tire now. <laughs> they can't do anything. Mo- like, I've seen guys like, that don't even know how to do their own, like, application. They don't know how to process an online job application. They don't know how to do anything. They don't know... Um, how to start building their own credit score like i think just- i think it's because a lot of people did not have the disadvantages that some others had and some people didn't have the motivation or the parent with the um high skill sets to you know teach them a trade or someone that just gave them a direction i think i feel like a lot of people don't have parents that gave them a direction. They just gave them, hey, these are some blueprints and uh, some floor plans. Just figure it out which one you want to do. And uh, I'm going to try to pay and enable whatever the fuck. And exactly. to God, everything works out. And if it doesn't, then, you know, just get married, have kids. and Like, like no, ew. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of parents, they coddled their kids or they just kept taking care of them. They never told them. They took care of them as their child, not as somebody who's going to grow up to be an adult and own mm-hmm. an individual person. Mm-hmm. So they end up just knowing how to be taken care of, but they have no clue how to take care of themselves. And it's just, mm-hmm. and it's like, you can't expect to be able to be in a relationship or, you know, go out here when you really don't know how to do anything for yourself. Like you're not going to be motivated to be a good partner when you can't even, um, yeah, like you can't take care of yourself. You have no clue what you're doing. Like yeah. you're saying. Yeah, you're not gonna be able <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna be able to hold anything down or up. <laughs> right. <laughs> really. Like it's just like, bro, side to side, none of that. But a lot of guys are getting play because a lot of girls also, you know, they feel like a lot of people have sex also to just like get rid of, you know, like restlessness and like yeah, bored. They, yeah, boredom or just, they just like it so much, especially when their hormones are raging. But I don't think we're having the real important discussion that dating too many people or sorry, too many of the wrong people can really leave you jaded and can also make you more confused. And I think this is on both ends, boys and girls. Yeah. I don't think it's a girl thing. I think I've seen enough guys that have been ran through that you're like, damn, you're mentally fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. You literally have the personality of every girl who has banged you. Like, a little bit of Is that Susie in there? Right. Yeah, you're showing like, a little bit of her, but back in the day. Yeah. Is that Beth? Because. <laughs> oh, it's Carol. Do you need a, you need like a Snickers bar or like what's going on? You, you're a little bitchy today. Like, <laughs> you can freaking get a Ouija board just to get back to them. Yeah. <laughs> Connecting. But it's insane. But, you know, I I hear loud and clear what all the youngins have been saying, but what do you suggest is a solution for right now that could be like a baby step to like, but what like, like everybody can do? 
Like I've been trying to do hashtag normalize, you know, not taking your wife's, you know, invitation for dinner tonight as nagging. Normalize yeah. you know, long lasting relationships where you want to see somebody turn 80 years old. So like, what's your thing? I think that transparency is a thing. Um, I'm the type of person I hate wondering about stuff. I hate being confused. It, mm-hmm. you know, it's stressful when you wake up, go to sleep, and you have no idea of what's going on. So I feel like um, if people are just more transparent, like we were saying earlier, just be honest about who you are and what you have because everything comes to light way quicker than people think. Like, if you sell yourself to be something that you're not, who ever you're trying to impress is going to figure out soon enough that you don't amount to whatever it was that you said or that you um, exaggerated certain aspects. So I think that if people would just stop trying to, um, you know, just uh, negotiate their way into people's lives. Like, let's say mm-hmm. we're talking about the dating apps, right? And somebody's bio says that they want a serious relationship and the other person says that they want short term or they want to just hook up, right? Um, a lot of the times the person, if they're really interested in that person who wants long term, regardless that they really genuinely might just want to hook up or just want to um, see them once or twice, you know, mm-hmm. they will try to negotiate or, you know, oh, well, we can just see what happens, you know, with us and stuff like that. And I feel like lots of drama comes up from that. And then that's a ne- an, um, another negative experience on both of their dockets to where they're going to be jaded going into their next experience a little bit. Because mm-hmm. that's another issue. A lot of people don't give themselves time between people to like process what may have happened with the last one. It's just a constant cycle. Going, going, mm-hmm. going. On to the next person, I, on to the next person. I, I feel like, you know, in everybody's life, we kind of go through that even even after we've experienced maybe taking a long break and really enjoying singlehood. And I think it comes, you know, um, sometimes, you know, we we really crave that love and mm-hmm. and feeling accepted and like someone, you know, is there for us. And 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 that natural feeling is really hard to, to kind of fight, especially yeah. in this in this day and age where there's so much like being shot at you, like sex, sex, love, love, yeah. attention, 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 money, 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 dolls, like <laughs> pretty much twenty four seven. It's a lot. So would you say like social media needs to take a, a maybe maybe we need to reinvent art and music and and sex and all that stuff we need to we need, we need to do things right i feel like that is that is something that would take a lot and honestly um i'm not sure if that would be profitable to the general market so i don't feel like that sort of thing will be pushed us embracing uh you know being genuine and this that and the third because you know the media is all superficial crap it's all to get uh, attention and all to um put off the facade all these you know everything that we see anyway by now is you know edited photoshopped and even when people are genuine and authentic a lot of the time it just doesn't get that much attention but what I think people should do is they need to create boundaries and realistic divide and expectations like you need Mm -hmm. to be able to differentiate between what is entertainment purposes and what you need to incorporate into your life 
and mm-hmm. that's the issue because girls and um, I'm sure guys too. You like you, you say you go on Instagram and social media and you see mm-hmm. um, you know the instant models. They have their whole life together and you know they look good and they have this that. They're going through the same exact. They're going through the yes, same exact shit. Exactly. Not only that, but a lot of the time it's still edited or you know it's just not. Those Not Instagram girls cry themselves. Listen, there are lots of girls, Instagram models, Victoria's Secret models, uh, freaking some of the most beautiful women in the world who do cry themselves to sleep at night. Yes. No one's immune to fuckboy. Right. No one's immune to fuckboy at all. No one's immune to fuck girl either. Exactly. And I just feel like people, I don't understand because... I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I understand looking at social media and kind of being like, you know, a little, uh, com- you know, comparing yourself to this, the people that you see and all of that. But I don't know. I feel like I've got to a point in age where I just was able to understand that, you know, most of this is not what it looks like. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just think that if more people are able to understand that, you don't need to try to be like people you see online. Things would go better. Like you don't need to try to be a savage if you're not a savage type person. Yeah, if you're not a savage, come on, don't yeah. do this. I'm a savage, and I'm gonna break your heart and end up getting your heart broken, and and really fucking up really good relationships, man. Exactly. Really good. Be sad. Be heartbroken when um stuff goes wrong, but it's like you keep trying to act like you're about certain scenarios that you're not about. Why Yo, I think a lot of. People- a lot of people like almost use it as ammo, like to like get into that emo phase. <laughs> like they just kind of like, you know what? I feel like I feel I have enough breakups to like sing songs for days, like Drake about like everybody that's broken my heart. Like there's literally people that live for that shit. Yeah, literally live for it, and it's. And it's sad when it's younger people that live for it because it's like, oh my God, you're spe- you're wasting so much precious time doing all this crying when you could just be having so much fun doing things you really want to, you know, yeah. and then actually giving a chance to someone that really cares. But you know, uh, the good guys, a lot of girls overlook the good guys because the good guys are respectful enough that they're not gonna try and have sex with you. They're gonna be right. like, uh, you know what? I want the, you know what but I'm saying? But a lot of the good guys, they can be, um, these days, a lot of the whole good guy trope, you know, it's kind of melting in. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about the fake good guy who's like, yeah, I'm a good dude. I know, I'm Joe saying that's kind of harder to tell. They can kind of dabble into, they can succumb to those, uh, t- those tendencies too. There's oh yeah, of course. guys that fall for the whole um, savage baddie type and will um, mm-hmm. lose their good girl. Yeah, there's a lot of good, a lot of, but I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about the guys who are, who are really about their family. They're really about their loyalty, their integrity. They've always been an exceptional person. And, and their plan is to continue being that throughout their life. There's no exceptions to that. No one's going to break that either. So um, that's the kind of guy I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the dude who calls himself a good guy, but he's texting some whole other girl in a different state. But he doesn't think it's a big deal because, you know, he's not hooking up with her right now, but he makes sure that you have everything you want. And, um, you know, he... 
he doesn't listen to like the things you have to say, but kind of says, yeah, okay, honey, whatever you want. And kind of just smooths over things. That's not a good guy. Like that's not the non-confrontational guy who just says, yes, okay, but has a double life. That's not a good guy. That's- yeah, I wasn't um, talking about those types per se, but the nice, good types, they, I feel like, they might be low key and they might keep their head down and they might they want the excitement dedicated yeah they can they want the stuff that these guys have too they may not sit out here and be in everybody's face trying to get the baddies and the this and the that and the third but i feel like they can succumb to those um you know those things being pushed in their face too and it can uh ruin the relationship there's lots of good guys that have been with genuinely good people. So what do you think about open relationships then? I mean, you're young, everybody seems to be about that action. So like, what do you think, like in very shortly, what do you think about open relationships and or polyamorous relationships right now? Because it seems like if the good guys are willing to do it, then... I feel like they're willing to, they can easily drop. Um, There's no, what I mean is like, there's no sense of, People don't really feel urgency to be connected with anybody long term or to make a solid foundation with one person. Mm-hmm. So there, if people are quick to on to the next. Like there's no, I pick this person and I'm gonna try to see how good things can go with this one person. It's more like if another opportunity comes that sounds better, I'm willing to jump onto the next opportunity. Do you Whether think that? Do you think that that's not common? Because I feel like. I think that that's always been people always. So I don't think, I think people are always like that. I mean, unless you're scared to like- I mean, I feel like that is, it's more common now. Like I feel like people, they're so happy to be like onto the next. Like they're so happy to be able to drop a person like instantly. Like that's so common for people to brag. Like I don't care about anybody. I'm willing to- Yeah, I think that's fake. I think that's fake. I think that's fake. I feel like- I'm not saying that I hadn't um, dated and had that attitude where I felt like, yo, I could like literally just dump like all these guys and really not give a shit. But as I got older, I realized, okay, um, this is too much time and effort and I could get myself killed. (laughs) Right, right. That's the scary part. I'm not going to be sitting here having no guy crying outside of my door talking about, please don't play games with my Like, no, I'm good. (laughs) You know, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I do think people are comfortable with being on to the next because they haven't really seen long-term healthy relationships at all. And it's, I mean, even I've seen so many movies in the past couple of months where the actresses or the actors didn't have a dad or is being raised by a single parent. And it's so common in shows and movies. And it seems to like, you know, them not seeing that they don't really have a parent that's coupled up, um, whether it's with the same gender or, you know, the opposite. Just I'm like, why are people not coupled up? They're just hooking up, breaking up, then getting back together, then breaking up. And getting back together. And me and my boyfriend, we've broken up so many times. But I feel like every time we've broken up, it's because we want to be together. And we don't want to continue to put ourselves through, um, like, pushing ourselves to solve a problem we can't right now. Yeah, it's like growing separately. like, let's break up so I could go and, like... Sleep with other people. <laughs> yeah, it's never... And, and we've broken up and we've seen other people and stuff like that, but... 
it's not needed. just because you want right. to a break to go and get your rocks in. It's like, yeah, I need time for right. me and you need time for you, but you guys have an understanding. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And that's the best way to do it. I feel like, you know, people get real insecure about that. But if you guys really had a real so solid foundation where you guys really connected, really bonded, worked on projects together, you guys actually have life goals and together you guys have memories of building together, it's going to be so much easier to get come together and make it work. But people don't have that. People don't have that Will and Jada. I don't care what anybody say. I love Will and Jada. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like their union is it's not for everybody. I feel like all, <laughs> all bonding, it depends on you and what you can and can't do. I feel like people need to know themselves, and that's the problem. People don't really know themselves or their boundaries or their desires. They just kind of look at other people and sort of just pick bits and pieces of what they see and take that on for themselves. It's like, if you know, just because Polly is like, I'm gonna say that it's trending now. A lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon and they have no clue how to operate that sort of relationship at all. Oh yeah, a lot of people are just in it for the- exactly. uh, The name, to say that they're fun and that, you know- the, Yeah, mm -hmm. the, and, we'll be pushing. Yes, and the whole time they're extremely jealous. They're crying all the time. They're still going through that person's phone. Um, mm -hmm. I just think that people need to understand like, okay, I personally don't have anything against the whole poly thing, but if you know that it's not for you, then don't sit there and try it. I, I feel like if you need to do all that stuff to, um, cause here's the thing. I believe like if you want to have a poly relationship, it's mm -hmm. because you guys are already happy. You guys want to, um, on, on a certain area of your relationship, you guys just don't thrive in and you're stuck in. Um, and you guys have done everything, therapy, you name it, it's not working, but you guys still want to be together, but yeah. still have desires that you guys want to be with other people, but can't, don't want to oppress it any longer because you feel like it's sucking the life out of you. Yeah. It makes sense. But if you're just doing this simply because Becca from, you know, across this, the, the coffee shop, you know, she has like these huge jugs and I just can't like, for the life of me, stop staring at them. I really want to hook up with her. That could be very dangerous. A, exactly. because she works across the street from you. B, you have a girlfriend. And C, people get pregnant all the time. Like, <laughs> I feel like D, because if your desire to step out of the relationship is specifically just um, for the judge, your lust, then I feel like the foundation for you to be with that person really isn't there. Yeah. Um, because your willingness to step out is based off of something so simple and common. Like, yeah, it's just like, okay, who doesn't have big titties? Like, like who doesn't? You could literally buy a doll that looks like a woman and, you know? Here, bro. They have entire fleshlights. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> there's so many things out here that it's just, you don't necessarily need to get a whole other person. There's, Whole entire, I, I don't know. I feel like you can incorporate other things to um, live up. Like exhaust all your options before going there. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, you're not going to tell me that the only thing you guys have done is the same thing everybody has done in bed and not have tried everything else before you're inviting two, three people. Like, y'all are doing the most. I was listening to the uh -huh. story today, um, a Reddit story, where this guy said that. Um, 
he'd been married for uh, a year to this woman. He finally divorced her because they never consummated the marriage. They were married and they never slept together once. And she was having an affair with somebody that she knew. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she was sleeping with people, just not him. And it's just like, mm, I don't know, like, did you even try? Like, I don't understand how you marry somebody that you're not in any way, shape, or form interested in in that way. Like, I feel like sometimes people get in relationships and partnerships because they're either comfortable with each other or because there's something that's very common that they bond through. It can either be a very good situation or a very negative situation. Trauma bonding, like that. And yeah, people do definitely trauma bond, and that can cause couples to stay together. And like, I mean, me myself. I find that in my relationships, a lot of the times that's how I bond with somebody that we have like a similar trauma or a similar positive situation that helped us get through something. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. Um, I think what I'm not okay with is pretending to not be happy within my relationship. I feel like when people say to other people, that's their business, but within the relationship, if you can't be the honest person that you really want to be, don't be in that relationship. So I'm, that's where I where I feel like, you know, and I do agree with you with the whole, if you're willing to cheat just based off of looks, that's yeah basic. Like, that is very, very basic. But at the same time, because I get it, because an open relationship is kind of like, just you're hooking up with people based off of just want to hook up with these people because they're sexy and whatever. But upon average relationship, it's like you're actually developing connections with people. You're not just jumping in the sack. Like, you know, you still understand the truth about sex and relationships that all these things bring life or death, like period. So you have to be very careful um, what you bring around your family and your body and all that. So... Yeah, I think um, it's it's an interesting thing. But real quick before we and we got like a couple a little bit time here. Yeah. Um, do you see the dating market changing? Like I said, seven years from now, I feel like the dating market might take a turn for for some better for for the better. I, I'm really hopeful. <laughs> um, I feel like what is going to happen is it's it's going to definitely within I think it's gonna happen a lot sooner because this whole tenor thing's been going on since like 2015 mm-hmm. um I think it's gonna actually hit its head maybe in like more closer to like four years or even mm-hmm. two because when you go on these apps a lot of people sound like they're sick of the crap too mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you also have to weed out how many of them are sick of it but still perpetuating the stuff they don't like right because you can't complain about it but still be but you're on here bullshitting right yeah like you're a weird eating yeah everybody i feel the same exact way i mean i feel people that i feel people progress faster than they actually know at times yeah and the people that stay behind are just people that are actually not in motion they're not really doing things on the on the constant to get somewhere or get something so i feel like um everybody's gonna hit a wall everybody's Mm -hmm. gonna be really 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 fucking entitled that's not gonna work their relationships that they're gonna get they're gonna be sick of them because they can't make them work because of themselves. And then eventually they're like, we need help. We're all jaded, let's fix it. And then you're gonna be on Unjaded Talk talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being like, yo, this shit ain't shit. But no, I really feel like 
you're right. I feel like everybody's gonna hit that wall within the next couple, four to seven years. I give it four. To, I give it seven years. You give it four. But in between that, I feel like that's. I feel like in fun. seven years, that's when everything's gonna hit its entire revolutionary turn point, where like the whole entire table has turned. Like mm -hmm. four years, that's when people are gonna be like, "What are we doing? Are we even happy? Nobody's happy. Everybody's miserable." But going on about these behaviors, like they enjoy it for some reason. Um. I think yeah. that it's definitely going to get to a point where uh, I don't think the apps will die because more and more stuff is just getting digitalized. But I feel like they're going to become more interpersonal and more intimate to where it's not so swipe culture and you won't be able to be as... Um, like like love is blind. It could be like a pod. Yeah. Or you, you put a lot of time into it to where you make it so interpersonal to where it's not so... What you know what that would be cool if they had a dating app like the pod or like well love is blind mm -hmm. that you have the phone up and it's blurry like that but you moving and stuff huh I couldn't do love is blind I'm sorry I dig it I mean I could because can you imagine when you're ready to show to unlock the thing no think about it think about it just think about it so you're on an app you see the profile like all the things about them. Right? And you can see like their body type. Like it's like all silhouettish. Yeah. Everything's like a cartoon they made of themselves. Well, if I see that face, I don't like it. And then when you get on the thing, you guys can see each other moving, but it's behind a blurred screen. The person that feels more comfortable unlocks it. So if whenever you're ready to unlock yours, then you guys will see each other. That'd be pretty lit. That would be cool. I'm so, I, I, I care too much about... Okay, I'm, I guess I'm superficial because... I take I take their looks into consideration. I can't be a type of person who is all just solely personality. I know they say looks fade and all you have is personality, but I like here sex right now. I like I like sexy. I like sexy, but I also girl, you don't understand. I've seen a lot of beautiful men and I'm just like yawn. Yawn. I just feel like I want the option. I want a balance. I don't want to have to compromise. Can um, I just see the eyes? Can they only show their eyes? <laughs> I feel like maybe you get like a three second window. They say it takes your brain a fraction of a second to figure out if you find a face attractive. That's good. Ooh. So literally you can flash a face for a microsecond and your brain can process whether it likes it or not. Nice. I think if you had it to where it flashes their image for maybe like a like uh, one second. Oh my yeah. God, girl. You're trying to have a girl go crazy. Like, oh my God. Oh my I God, so so Oh God, no. You're trying to give this girl a heart attack. No, ma'am. I feel like it would, yeah. I mean, in a way, I just feel like uh, that love is blind thing. A lot of them didn't stay together because again, they weren't attracted to each other. Not really. Like once they saw each other, I mean, bro, Mark was just so annoying. I did want to like, Mark is so cute, but annoying. Oh my God. Anyways, I'm glad that you came on the show. And I'm glad you had me. yeah, it's nice talking to you. Very long show this time. I don't usually do this. Actually, I was doing that, but then I stopped it and I was just doing like 30 minute videos, but I mean, 30 minute podcasts. Uh -huh. So your bonus. <laughs> yeah, this is the bonus. Um, so yeah, thank you, Taya. I appreciate you thank coming you back to me about the dating scene. I'm gonna have you again oh, come up sure. Monday because I really want to pick your brain some more about dating. I, it's always good. Say to bye to everybody. Have a good night, everyone. Um, it was great to talk to everybody. 
everybody. Where's everybody? <laughs> it was me. It's me you're talking I'm so to. Sorry, this whole thing. I've never done it before. It just feels uh, weird, uh, sort of knowing that everybody's <laughs> gonna hear this. It's kind of cool though. Um, definitely let me know the feedback is like. I'll be sure to spread this. Happy uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All right. Peace out, everybody. Bye.